Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Acts chapter 12. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this met with approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off of Peter's wrists. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and your sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison. But he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went through it. When they had walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked on the outer entrance, and a servant named Rhoda came to the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed she ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said, it must be his angel. But Peter kept on knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said, and then he left for another place. In the morning, there was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had a thorough search made for him and did not find him, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they all be executed. Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. He had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they now joined together and sought an audience with him. After securing the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robes, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of a god, not a man. Immediately, because Herod did not give praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to spread and flourish.
When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. What a grisly ending for this man Herod. By the way, this Herod, who was persecuting everyone in this chapter, was the son of Herod the Great, who had had the intent of killing the young infant Jesus and killed all the male children two years old and under in Bethlehem back when Jesus was first born. So this is the son of Herod. Herod the Great's kingdom was divided between his three sons, and this is one of his sons. And so we read in verse 1 of chapter 12, It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. And so this man, thinking that he was the uh, governmental authority and in charge of who was able to live and who was able to die, began to persecute the church of Jesus Christ. And so he had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. Now this James was, along with John and Peter, among the three closest disciples of Christ. Peter and James and John were always closer than the rest of the the 12 early apostles. They were very close to the Lord and close friends of each other. You may recall that James and John and uh, Peter and Andrew were fishermen together. They were um, two sets of brothers that were close friends and fishermen, and they were headquartered in Capernaum. But here, the the brother of John is put to death by this uh, wicked King Herod. And then immediately he looked around and saw that the Jews were approving the fact that he had had James put to death. He decided he would arrest Peter also. And so we read in verse 3, when he saw that the arrest of James met with the approval of, of the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting Peter, he had him put in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. And Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. And so this mention of 16 guards assigned specifically to watch over Peter is trying to make a point. The uh, writer of Acts, Dr. Luke, is trying to tell us that Herod wanted to make very certain that Peter didn't get away from his, his clutches. And of course, his intent was to kill Peter just as he had killed James. And so Herod assigned 16 soldiers, four squads of four each, to watch over Peter's time in prison 24 hours a day. And so Peter was incarcerated. He was awaiting trial, probably expecting execution. But the church of Jesus Christ was praying. And so we read in verse 7, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone in Peter's cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. And the the angel of the Lord said to Peter, quick, get up. And then immediately the chains fell off of Peter's wrists. Now, I want to just pause for a second. This sounds absolutely impossible. And in the natural, it is. But in the supernatural arena that the Spirit of God and the angelic hosts move, all things are possible. And so this incident with the angel of the Lord coming into the prison and causing Peter's um, chains to fall off. I totally embrace this as reality. This is not a a little story or a parable or or some kind of made-up thing. This is a real episode where the angel of the Lord really came and freed Peter from incarceration. And so it wasn't enough to free him from his chains. He told him to put on his clothes and get ready and dressed, and Peter did so. And follow me, the angel told him. So Peter followed him right out of the prison. 
But he thought he was seeing a vision or maybe having a dream. He didn't realize it was reality until he came to himself on the outside of the prison. Now, I just want to step aside from the text for a moment. Some years ago, I think it was 2004, the Christian book of the year was a book called The Heavenly Man. If you've never heard of it or never read it, it is a story well worth reading. It's the story of Brother Yun, who was one of the leaders of the Chinese underground church in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Well, Brother Yun was incarcerated in China in a maximum security prison. He was literally in chains, and the Lord told him to get up and walk out. And through a series of open doors with guards that didn't seem, Brother Yun walked out of one of the most secure prisons in China, escaped, got on a bicycle, rode away, and left the country, and he tours regularly speaking for Jesus Christ. So what I'm trying to tell you is this first century event was replicated in recent years in the life of this Brother Yun, and the story is recorded in the book called The Heavenly Man. I strongly recommend it for those of you who are interested in modern miracles, because I've met this Brother Yun and been around him when he spoke. I actually know a man who helped him get relocated in Germany. I know the man as an acquaintance, not as a close friend. So this is a modern miracle. It was um, uh, not something you can conjure up, but it happened. And there was a great investigation in that Chinese prison to see what had happened. They changed a lot of their personnel because they thought somebody had to be complicit in this, but they weren't. It was a supernatural thing done by the Lord. And so in this instance, um, when Herod found that Peter had escaped from their clutches, he had all the guards executed. Imagine that. Meanwhile, Peter, now escaped from prison, goes to the home of John Mark and his mother Mary. Now, in the early church, the believers met in believers' houses, and the believers that had the largest houses were the ones that they generally held the meetings at. So this John Mark, whose mother was named Mary, was an early follower. This is the same man who wrote the Gospel of Mark. And so we're getting introduced to the man Mark. We'll find out later in the New Testament that he's a first cousin to Barnabas. But Peter goes to the house, and uh, many people were there praying for Peter. And uh, Peter announced he was out of prison, told them to notify James, the half-brother of Jesus, that he was out, and then he left. Meanwhile, back at Herod, a group went to Herod that was having a dispute. This is the same Herod who had persecuted the church, who had executed James, who had arrested Peter. Same Herod. They went to Herod, and they, they asked him to settle the dispute. So he sat on his throne and delivered a speech, and they shouted, This is the voice of a god, not a man. And immediately, because Herod didn't give praise to God, the angel of the Lord struck him down, and the Bible says he was eaten by worms. So this man, Herod, thought he was some great arbiter of truth in the days of his flesh. In reality, he was appointed to die and to stand before the living God. And because he allowed himself to become an affront to God and allowed people to say that he was a God and not a man, the Lord had his angel strike him down, and then he appeared before the Lord for judgment. This John Mark later joins up with Saul and Barnabas, and um, uh, they return from Jerusalem back to Antioch, and they take John Mark with them. So we'll resume with that in chapter 13. But for now, I want to pray about this angelic release from prison. Lord, we believe the word of the Lord is true. We believe that you sent an angel to free Peter from prison. And Lord, we believe that that was not just relegated to the first century. We believe that you still move. You still do the supernatural. 
When your people pray, you move on behalf of your people. Just as in the first century when they were praying for Peter, and you sent an angel, Lord, you can send an angel now to do your bidding when your people pray. And so, Lord, we remind you of those that are suffering persecution and in prison today. Free them, Lord. Set the captives free in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.